Hello, thank you again for joining me. I'm Sandy Waters, and this is Neighbors in Need. And on the phone with me today, I'm going to say a good friend, a new good friend, Dawn. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the opportunity, Sandy. Absolutely. Now, Dawn and I first met uh, on the show. Well, we actually didn't physically meet yet, but we've had conversations before on uh, on the morning show. And uh, I thought this was a perfect fit because Neighbors in Need, the goal of this 15 minutes that we air every week is to spotlight either an organization like the good people at the Alzheimer's Association or the Breast Cancer Coalition, all the way down to those individuals who need our help like the mom who discovers her baby has cancer or Dawn who is struggling and is just kind of putting it out there. What do I do? And I know Dawn, it's very uncomfortable for you to ask for help. So I'm going to do it for you. Um, So when I learned of your story and you really do have a lot of unanswered questions and I'm hoping that somebody is listening right now and a light bulb goes off in their head and they say, oh, God, I know the perfect answer for Dawn or I personally can help Dawn. So, Dawn, you're faced with you gave me the laundry list and that is what it is. It's a laundry list of diagnosis, of surgeries, just of the things that you're dealing with. What is the umbrella illness or where did it all start? It all started, and I'll try to make this as short as possible, uh, 1990, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which means that you have ulcers in your large intestine. Okay. Um, and, you know, I would periodically have to go to the hospital when it got really bad. I had a lot of blood loss. I've had many, many trans- blood transfusions. Um, but the bulk of it was in 2010. Um it got really bad, and I kept on putting it aside because it was September, and my kids were getting ready to go to school at that time, mm. and I wanted to be there, mm-hmm. school clothes, supplies, take mm-hmm. pictures. You don't have time. You don't have time to get sick, Mom. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So um, I ended up going in, and um, long story short, it ended up being a one-month stay. Um, wow. My blood was, I was losing blood faster than they could replace it, so that's when they... Uh, said we have to do emergency surgery and remove the entire colon, which I know is kind of gross for some people to hear, but it's the reality of that's how and when all of my problems started. And so, I've had a series of 12 surgeries wow. since then in the past eight years. Um, and they're it, it all just, kind of side effects of this? Well, it's not side effects, but what I found was that I have autoimmune deficiency. Um, it's not AIDS. Just to be clear, um, I just have a terrible immune system, and my body keeps attacking itself. Um, I have no thyroid. Um, I was also diagnosed with a mild form of um, epilepsy. I have um, endometriosis, and I have um, interstitial cystitis, which is ulcers in my bladder. I'm in pain a great deal of the time, and um, the list goes on and on and on. It's just medications. I have an, uh, upwards of uh, about three doctor's appointments per week. I have to have uh, IV infusions every week because of the output that I have from my, um, I, I have what's called a stoma. Um, it's a bag and a lot of people are grossed out again, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I get dehydrated even though I drink more than a gallon of water a day. Wow. Um, yeah, I have a port in my chest because my veins have all 
uh, given out pretty much due to all my surgeries and illnesses. Oh, goodness, so done. Okay. It's been a struggle. So this, has this always been, in 1990, how old were you? I was 21 in 1990. Okay, so you were fairly young, but leading up to yeah. this point, you lived a normal childhood. There were no signs of... Right, no, nothing at all, nothing at all until then. It all started uh, with blood, you know, and when people see blood, they run to the doctor, and that's when they did a colonoscopy and said, oh, you have ulcerative colitis. You know, it was manageable for a long time. I just had to go to the hospital maybe once a year when it got really bad. I had a flare-up, and, you know, they say you can't go too long with ulcerative colitis before something like what happened to me happened. So I had a good run for a while. (laughs) And it's remarkable, you and I off the air were talking about at that moment, at that time where they, you know, discovered, okay, you have ulcerative colitis and you were losing blood. Now see this, everybody knows and is aware of the importance of donating blood. Yes. But this is the perfect example. Yes, and I'm so grateful for the people. And I used to donate blood all the time until I was not able to anymore. But I think about this all the time. I've had, I think, four or five blood transfusions. And the last time was that horrible time in 2010 when I spent a month in the hospital. We have, what I'm told, is that we have 11 units of blood in our bodies. All 11 units of my blood was coming out as Mm. they were replacing it. And they just couldn't get it in me fast enough. And Thank you to all the donors that, you know, that that people who already donate, they're like, oh, it does make a difference, just yeah. so you know. And people who don't, if they hear this, maybe they will donate now. So it is very important. And um, I know the Red Cross, and they actually have an app. You know how sometimes you wonder, what kind of, what kind of blood type do I have? Right. Um, if you do sign up for this app, I think it can go through your history of any time that you have donated and help you determine what your blood type is. But once you do figure out what that is, it stays in the app and it helps guide you. There's great tips on it. So if you want to, sure. I encourage you to um, anybody to download that. And yes, you're right to donate blood because there is a shelf life too for blood yeah. when you yeah. donate. Um, so now the big goal here, you said all the doctor's appointments, um, all these surgeries that you've had. And again, you're, you're not really asking, I'm asking for you. Um, right, it's not right. really even a money issue, even though there was a, a period of time that you were forced to live kind of on credit cards because of all of this and medical yeah, bills least, are piling right. up. And, um, but it's really more of the convenience when you do go in for surgery, you were telling me that there's a need for, what, a an, an more accessible shower in your house? Yes. Uh, well, let me start. I'll try and be quick with this story as well. When, when I got sick, I couldn't work anymore, so my husband was putting in many hours at work, and then he ended up having a shoulder injury, and his bicep became detached. So Ooh. needless to say, he ended up having two surgeries. Um, so during that time, our home went into foreclosure that we were living um, and at the time, we always wondered, how does this happen to people? How do their houses keep on going in foreclosure? You know, you see the big orange boxes. And we found out exactly how it happens. And people need to be aware of it. It's not just because people are lazy or they can't afford it. Mm-hmm. We could afford our house with no problem until we both got sick. Um, you know, we brought it out of foreclosure, but that we ended up downsizing. So the house that we live in now was built in 1957. Well, good for it, you, we, by the way, for, right. oh, for battling yeah. through that. And you have a family. How many kids do you have? Uh, I, we have three kids together and three grandchildren, uh, which we adore. And that's another thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do everything that I want to do with my mm-hmm. kids and grandkids. 
because of this. But um, okay. yes, we have a bathroom and a half. Um, the half bathroom is upstairs, and the one with the shower is downstairs. So when I am sick and have surgeries, um, you know, I need to take a shower, and it's not accessible from upstairs where I am when I'm really ill and have, you know, had surgery. So, you know, we've been looking for a while for a contractor. Anybody knows who knows about how to get grants to have that done, um, whatever the case may be. It needs to be ripped out, and uh, we need plumbing and uh, to create a shower in that space. Okay. So. All right. So then this is where we need this is the need right here is if anybody has advice on you're right, a, a not for profit agency or group that helps individuals um, with something like this. And I came across a couple of phone numbers, but nobody calls back or, OK, you know, it's just hard, hard you know, with all my doctor's appointments and everything. And yeah. please, no, you know, like you said, we are not we have never been the type of people to ask for any help. And it's just because of the graciousness of you, Sandy, that we are given this opportunity to put our story out there. And, you know, I do have to work part time to make up for, you know, we have to eat, we have to put food on the table and we wouldn't be able to. So I, forced, I am on social security disability. You're allowed to make a certain amount. Mm. Um, so I work very part time as a receptionist, but it just, I don't yeah. know how long going to be able to do that for we, you know, we have a mortgage like everybody else and um, being disabled and trying to keep up with everything is just not fun. And I want to be able to relieve my husband somewhat of these responsibilities. So and you are we're doing old now. You're doing everything right, though. You're really trying. You're working. Right. You're you're not looking for that handout. In, in, exactly. And but, that's what we've always done. Yes, it's what we've always done. Yeah. And that's the part that kills us because there's family that didn't so much as send a meal over this whole time. And my husband took care of the kids while working full time, you know, soccer mm-hmm. practice, uh, girlfriend's house, go there, go there and mm-hmm. make dinner for them while I was in the hospital and all the times that I'm sick as well. So, you know, it's a big thing for him as well at being a ter- caretaker for me, you know, your husband's a good man. Good man. We're going to help him out. So if anybody has uh, advice or if anybody knows of contractors or could donate, uh, I don't know, anything. If you, yeah. if a light bulb again is going off in your head and you know of a way to help Dawn and her family, um, that's all we really need is this bathroom so it makes it more convenient for Dawn when she gets home from surgeries. And, and if anybody has any idea of how to help, um, reach out to me. I want to... I'm sure you'll be okay with people reaching out to you, but I don't know if that's a little yeah. awkward, stranger. So email me, Andy, reach I'm, out I'm to me. I'm going to let you handle that, and we'll just keep on talking to each other and okay. you know, I, and have faith in, in God, that um, which I do have a lot of. It's how we've gotten through, you know, where we are now. And I just thank everybody, even for listening. And, you know, it's, it's an education thing as well with all the illnesses. Uh, a lot of people just don't understand because you look fine from the outside. Mm-hmm. They don't understand what's going on in the inside and how much pain you actually have. So, yeah, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. So it's Sandy at RochesterBuzz.com. If you want to email me directly and find out more, you know, about Dawn's story. And there's not really and I know people are going to ask me if there's a GoFundMe page set up. There's not a GoFundMe page set up. But if you know of any way to help out Dawn or you want to um, reach out to me and we'll we'll figure it out. But 
done. Now, when is your next? How are you feeling today? Because I know this is a day by day with you. It is. I mean, I always, I saw a new pain specialist yesterday. She's going to help me out um, by giving me a patch that works continuously instead of taking pills, you know, to try and catch up with the pain. Mm. Every day I do have to take my medication uh, because I wake up in so much pain every day. It's all the muscles and I, all the adhesions from the 12 surgeries. I have a hernia and I've had multiple hernia surgeries because of it. And every day I'm in between a four to six in pain when I wake up and I just have to go about the day, you know, assessing that constantly. And it's hard because I have to work and taking pain meds and going to work just do not really mix a lot, but I do what I have to do so that we can survive, you know, um, so it's a struggle, but you know, I always tell people there are people that are a lot worse off than me that can't even get up and walk or they have cancer, they have chemotherapy. So I always look at that as well. And I am grateful for what God has blessed us with. And I, but I know there's more in store. I know, you know, he has great things coming for us. So I just thank you. You, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing your story on the air and you're such a positive light that hopefully uh, a lot of people will uh, will reach out to me so I can help you and we all can help you, I should say. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much. Dawn. We are so gracious. We really are. Um, you know, Kanya brought over a $100 gift card for us. and just I know. He's a good so boy, much. isn't he? He gets a lot of flack on the show in the morning, he, but he is deep down. He's such a good person. He's so, especially for his age, he's so inspiring. He has wonderful ideas. You guys are so lucky to have him. Mm. And um, you guys as a whole are just wonderful. Just yeah. wonderful group of people. Thank you. Well, I'm very glad that you called into the show that day. I'm glad we met. <laughs> Even though I was mad at you, Sandy. I know you were. <laughs> Full disclosure, Don hated me for a second there. I, did not hate you, I had to set the record straight about parents you who did can't afford see? to send their kids on field trips or whatnot because of their illnesses. But see, you know, I was it, one of those people, Don. That you see, this is yeah. why you're here and to you know educate what? us. Everybody is. Everybody is. And then when you start telling them all your problems, all oh, this too much information. I don't want to know. But that happened between me and Kanye the other day. So, oh, TMI, but we were talking about breastfeeding when you had that thing about, you know, breastfeeding. So that was a different thing. But um, if you want to make Kanye feel uncomfortable, that's perfect. Perfect way to go. Yes. yes, Right. Oh, John, you're such a special person. And I really, really appreciate you being so open and honest and candid with us. Yes, I am very open about my illness. And some people make it, you know, a little grossed out about it. But the truth is, I'd like to educate people about it. And um, some some want to hear it and some don't. So. Well, thank yeah. you so much for doing that. And the Red Cross is, is one uh, thing that we learned today, the real need for blood and donors. And uh, if anybody knows of a contractor or some way to get this easily accessible bathroom in Dawn's house would be wonderful. Sandy at yes, RochesterBuzz.com yes. again is my email. Dawn, you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. You too. Your blessing. Thank you. Thank you.